Paul and Brittany, as accomplished singers, I'm sure that each of you at times has sung a solo. Well, in fact, I'm sure each of you has sung many, many solos in your life. And solos can be absolutely beautiful. When the perfect piece of music and the perfect voice comes together, it can be astounding. So also the solo life can have great moments. Single people can indeed accomplish things on their own that are quite worthy of mention. But from the very beginning, God has made clear that life is even better lived out in pairs. He made that pronouncement way back when everything was still perfect in the Garden of Eden. He told Adam that it was not good that he was alone, and so he created for that man a woman, and in so doing, created the very estate of marriage which you enter into today. Today your two lives become intertwined together, similar to the way that two great voices can come together for a breathtaking duet. Today we rejoice knowing that the word of Ecclesiastes that we read a few moments ago is true. Two are better than one. We rejoice today in your marriage and in the gift of marriage in general. In a world that often would like to tell us that marriage is a thing that we should look at as a historic relic of the past, we instead confess today the beauty of marriage. For we know that it has a beauty that has been given to it by God himself. Today you too become one flesh, and your lives will be better for it. Your life together will be better because it will have blessings in it that each of you would not have had alone. Both of you working together will in the end accomplish more things of true value than if you were simply each to work alone. Each day you will see how this plays out in your lives. Stop often along the way to give thanks to God for this gift. Never forget the blessing it is to have someone by your side. Yes, having someone by your side as you work is a true blessing. As Ecclesiastes says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. But I suppose if you are like most married couples, you'll be most thankful for your spouse on those days when one of you falls down. And here, of course, I'm not speaking of falling down in the literal sense. On the hardest days of your life, you will have no doubt how good it is to have someone alongside you. Yes, when one falls down, the other is able to lift him up, as the readings you chose said. In those difficult moments, you will be able to help each other regain your footing, and forward together you will go. In the moments of our greatest accomplishments, but also in the moments of our greatest pain, we see the true beauty of this thing God calls marriage. We recognize that God puts people together to work together for good each day, but also to mourn together when needed. Marriage is God's creation, and his creation will be your joy. Of course, I don't mean to suggest that marriage will always be easy. There will certainly be those days when the duet you have been given to sing together will be a struggle. One of you will want to sing a certain song one way, while the other will have a completely different idea. And needless to say, at times those two ideas will not harmonize even for a moment. And that's why the book of Ecclesiastes tells us that it is truly a chord of three strands that is most powerful. With all due deference to the beautiful quartet that sang here today at the wedding, in terms of marriage, it seems that God prefers a trio. Marriage is only truly all God intends when you two are bound together, not only to one another, but also each one also unto Christ. 
And why is this connection to Christ so critical? Because each time one of those discordant duets is sung in your marriage, you will need the kind of love that only Jesus has to offer. As the other reading you chose noted, you will need the kind of love that can drive out all fear. When it comes to trouble in marriage, it can be very frightful. One can wonder if they're losing one of their greatest treasures. Only the love of Christ can drive out such fear. For his love is all about forgiveness and reconciliation. He came to reconcile each of us to God through his atoning death, but he also came to reconcile us one to another. If you try to hold each other accountable for each misstep in marriage, the joy of marriage will flee quickly. But if you take the forgiveness that Jesus gives you and share it together, that joy will return. It will drive out the fear. Your sinful, selfish songs will be replaced again by a song sung together in beautiful harmony. He will teach you to love each other by the way he shows you his love. As you guys gather together in your home daily and in the Lord's house weekly to receive his love, you will have his love to share with each other each day. Some of the days that love that you share together will be used to accomplish great things. On other days, it will be used to lift up the one who has fallen. And yes, sometimes it will be used to bring you back in concert with one another after a period of dissonance. But it will always be just what you need for the day. Perfect love drives out all fear. And the only truly perfect love is that of Christ, because it has removed from us the threat of retribution and punishment for our sins. May that kind of love be at the center of your marriage. May you love each other fiercely and forgive each other freely. May you love each other as Christ has loved you. A strand of three cords is not easily broken. You two today become one flesh, and Christ binds himself to you. You two in Jesus. That is the strand of three cords that will last until death parts you. May no one separate what God has brought together. Amen.